Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome to the Xbox Game Passengers Podcast. I'm your host, Derek, and this is the show where each episode, myself and a guest, will dissect and discuss a single game that's available on Microsoft's Xbox Game Pass service, which was usually chosen for us completely at random. Whether it's a magical or horrible experience, we'll force ourselves through it, share our thoughts, and let you know whether or not the game is worth your time. It's always me and a guest, uh, and this episode, I'm super glad to have John back. Uh, John, how are you today? Very good. Thank you so much for having me back. Yeah, thanks so much. I mean, you were as we record this, you were just here like a week ago to to talk That's about true. E three, but That's true. Um, which I think uh, I, I love doing those kind of breakdown episodes and just uh, uh, like watching those presentations with like a bit more purpose versus just like absorbing trailers and getting hyped for everything, even if, even if it's going to turn out <laughs> shitty or whatnot. I just uh, I'm a sucker for hype, and so to get to share that with someone else is always super fun. So thank you for, for sure. joining on that one. <laughs> No uh, problem. Yeah, it's a special heat wave edition. No kidding, eh? I don't know if you know because you uh, live in a nice house <laughs> with, uh, you know, modern built and modern insulation and air conditioning and all that sort of stuff. But I am sitting in my office in my underwear. Um, just made a picture for you, and and I like I'm <laughs> uh, like moist across my entire body. Um, oh man, it's. it's I don't know. Like we're in, uh, you know. There's I, like it, looking it at is, the, it is the hottest I ever remember it look, ever being here looking, my looking, entire yeah, life. Looking at the weather app, and when it says like tomorrow in where I am, it's going to be like 42 degrees Celsius. I have never seen a temperature that high in the weather no. app in you know locally. Like when no. I go to California or something like that, sure. But I've never seen that here. And I <laughs> well, even uh, I was thinking about it. Even you know traveling uh to tropical places i yeah. don't remember it ever being that high yeah i know, even when I know we were it in, happens even when we were in like you know we went to bali like two years mm-hmm. ago and it was like mid to high 30s every day but i don't think i don't even remember seeing that temperature on the weather app there like no no, no it's it's very very hot mm-hmm. and yeah i although i i am nicely uh cool and refreshed right now yeah. I, I i do go outside with the dog and yeah. it's extremely oh, yeah extremely warm yeah how does your dog my my dog's like lethargic in this weather like and he's from mexico so i thought he would be fine but he'll just like we've got this like we've got tile on our floor um like kind of part part of our the front of our house and the sun doesn't really hit there because there's like a carport on the other side so he'll just Mm -hmm. lay there for like hours and not move and i'll be like oh shit like where did did the dog get out where's the (laughs) dog and like He's just he's just laying there and he never moves. Is your how, your dog, um, which is very young, well, she, she's a puppy, so 
she, but that being said, she definitely does just like to try and vibe in the shade. She's actually ever since she's been very, very young, even when it wasn't super hot, she didn't really like to be in the sun very much. So, so yeah, no, mm, she's, mm-hmm. she's just off in the shade. Same, <laughs> same deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were just talking about doing an E3 episode. Um, you revealed on that episode that you had spent hundreds of hours watching flight simulator videos. Mm-hmm. I just want to know we've been a, f- a few weeks have passed. Mm-hmm. Have you played flight simulator yet? No, but I've watched a lot of videos, <laughs> a lot more videos since then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, there's a lot, a lot of new stuff. <laughs> uh, no, no, I haven't played it hmm. yet. Um, no, it, it'll happen. There, yeah, there. Uh, I think, like when it comes on, on Xbox, it'll happen. Yeah, yeah. I, I think for sure it'll happen when we come on Xbox. Yeah. Um, you know, you actually sent me the link to that new, newly announced accessory, which mm-hmm. looks pretty impressive. Um, from Turtle Beach, actually. So that will likely be mm-hmm. my first, um, you know, attempt to actually actually play it. it. It just really comes down to the fact that I don't have a computer capable of really doing it sure, right now, sure. and I'm not going to go half in and buy something that is I'm going to want to replace um, almost immediately. So until I can afford yeah. the, you know, 3090 build <laughs> with, you know, enough RAM and all that stuff, I'm just going to wait it out. I'd rather and, just uh, watch compressed YouTube videos instead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's weird. It's <laughs> a bit weird. Uh, well, <laughs> as, as you know, I also don't really have the time right now. I'm, I know, mean, it sounds very, like you do based hectic. on all the videos you're watching. Well, v- videos are a little bit more passive. You can kind of uh, uh, okay. vibe, on, vibe on them in bed when you're about to fall asleep or whatever. I mean, couldn't you do that to... on a flight too? Like when you're, you know, here to Los Angeles is three hours. Like what are you doing at hour <laughs> 1.25, you know? Take, take off as you go to sleep and uh, yeah, land yeah, right? as you wake up. Yeah. <laughs> just put headphones on and you'll just get the nice whirring of the, the engines and everything. Exactly. Like um, yeah. But we're here to talk about something else today. We are here mm-hmm. to talk about Titanfall 2. Uh, which we both just played through. Uh, we played a little bit of multiplayer together too, so I'm excited. You know, we, it's so hard to like play a game together and not be like, "Oh, I, this this is a cool weapon," or like, I, yeah. "This is weird that this occurs." So uh, we played a bunch of it, and I don't know what you thought about it at this point. Uh, before we jump into our thoughts, do you want to give us a synopsis of the game? You bet. Um, and I've never read this, so it'll be interesting now that I've played through the game mm-hmm. to see what they say. Uh, call down your Titan and get ready for an exhilarating first person shooter experience in Titanfall 2. The sequel introduces a new single player campaign that explores the bond between pilot and Titan or blast your way through an even more innovative, intense multiplayer experience featuring six new Titans, deadly new pilot abilities, expanded customization, new maps, modes, and much more. So have you pl- had you played Titanfall ever before playing this game? I had never seen the game really? before playing this game. No, I remember I for some reason I it was you know I was going to say I don't know why, but I see a trailer, I get excited, I, I buy the thing. But uh, the first game, I remember the first game like being announced and seeing pretty cool trailers for it, and I loved the idea of like like it just looked very fast, but not like fast in like oh one shot and you're dead fast in terms of like movement and like the sliding and the wall running and all that sort of stuff that really caught my eye and obviously the titans um Mm -hmm. to the point where i when the first game came out i bought that right away i bought some special uh, limited edition like titanfall orange and white xbox controller like i was like this is gonna be great i'm getting into this and then i maybe put like an hour or two into the game oh i didn't i didn't know that that yeah yeah and it was Hmm. i don't even remember when the first game game came out it was like pretty or like i don't think this xbox one s had been out yet so it was like just the first iteration of the xbox one so pretty Hmm. early on 
And well, something I didn't realize till I'd already been playing for a while is even Titanfall was a sequel. two is 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 well, no, I I knew that, but I didn't realize that this game already was was a decent age, like four or five years. Came out think, in twenty sixteen. Right? I had to look it up actually because yeah. I was it, I thought it looked really good. Yeah, like yeah, well, exactly. So it, it didn't it hasn't aged at all. No, like, no. If, if it came out now, I don't think anyone would really question it. Maybe <clears throat> a little bit now with the yeah. new console generation, but. Um, yeah, no, it doesn't look like it's age at all. No, I was no. and I believe it, it, it did old. have a, um, like an Xbox one X version of, of the game as well. So it, it did perform better on that console, which is obviously the version that we're playing. Um, mm-hmm. so it looked better than it would have on the standard consoles. But yeah, I, I was like, I, I, I thought it might like maybe 2018 or 2019, both because I didn't think it had been that long since it came out, but especially because it looked fantastic. I still thought, um, what did you what did you think of it in any case? What did I think of it? <laughs> Before we question. get into like spoilers, like yeah. over like general thoughts on the game. So I think, you know, I've done a bunch of these games with you and and pre-COVID, you and I had our other uh you know, COVID uh game playing game <laughs> yeah, yeah. podcast. Um this is the first time I think I have finished the game entirely. Yeah. Um, which I'm really glad I did and you recommended that. Yeah. Um, not a super long campaign. I think you said initially six to seven hours. I think yeah, it probably yeah. took me more like seven or eight. Okay. But um, initial reaction when I started playing the game was not great. Really? I mean, well, initially. It was just kind of like generic seeming to me. Okay. Um, you know, for the first probably, you know, you do the training missions mm-hmm. and then you go through and the first 30 minutes was kind of just, I mean, it was good first person shooting. Sure, but it okay, was just yeah. it was Plot-wise. just so, it was just somewhat generic yeah, first person shooting 100%. with with okay. a little bit of Titan dynamic. You okay. know what I mean? You weren't really a using the Titans right away. So initially, I was just kind of, like, mm. I mean, it looked good, yeah. um, for sure. Final feelings is I loved it. It was amazing. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. Um, and there's a lot we can get into why, but um, it was the kind of game that, like, once I finished it. I was harassing my daughter to download it and play. Really? It. I was like, you just, you got to play this. It's, it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, no, I couldn't, I loved it. It was great. Mm-hmm. And then, and then of course I, I always, after we do this, I tend to then go look and see what the actual general consensus on the yeah. game was. And of course it's extremely well regarded and yeah. super well reviewed, which I, ju- which I didn't know um, going in cause I didn't really know anything about it, but it, in the end, I just totally agreed with all of the reviews and, and it, you know, it was great. But what yeah. about you? I was pretty, and I, I kind of knew, like having played a couple of hours of the first one, at least I kind of knew what I was going to be getting into, like mechanic wise, um, which I was, I remember, like it was so long ago that I didn't really remember what it felt like, but I remembered enjoying it at that point. So as soon as, as soon as we kind of jump into the game, I was like, oh yeah, this feels great. Like, why, you know, it was like, why did I ever like, why did I not play this when it came out first of all, or at any other point in the past five years? Because I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just like, and, and the like campaign wise, the, the story, the plot, it, I don't know if it ever kind of evolves beyond being like fairly generic feeling aside from like the character and, and relationship um, that is kind of built throughout the game. Like overall plot wise, it's like there's good guys and there's bad guys and you're, you know, So for me, in terms of plot and yeah. campaign and story, I mean, you're not shedding a tear at any point. I mean, it's not like 
super deep in my opinion. Right. But what, what I really enjoyed about that campaign is they kept introducing really amazing mm. mechanics yeah. in a way that I didn't expect. Cause of course I went into it and for the first hour, it's kind of just first person shooting. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then it just kind of cooler on first it. person shooting, cooler first person yeah. shooting because you're, <laughs> you're jump, you're double jumping and you're jumping off the walls and you're like, Oh, there's a giant gap. How am I going to get past this gap? And it's like, Oh, well, if you wall run on this wall and then you double jump and then you hit this wall, you'll want like, yeah, I but was even, all for even, that right away. For sure. But even as the campaign goes, it becomes more of a vital part of the game. You can go through the first hour with a lot less of that. Sure. Whereas as you progress, it becomes obviously more and more challenging mm-hmm. and more of a, uh, important part of the gameplay. hundred percent. And I mean, to one point I was like, so is this a first person shooter or a platformer? Like, <laughs> yes. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you're literally having to do time jumps and runs and which I loved. Yeah. And it was, yeah. it was again, a whole different mechanic. I wasn't expecting, mm-hmm. um, initially. And again, that there was a whole different dynamic. And then, you know, we can get into it, but the mechanics of like the time travel mm-hmm. and all that stuff, it was like, so, so although the story wasn't, you know, amazingly deep, it was, it was fine. It was good. But what, 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 where the depth came from was the, the increase in mechanics and sort of how you would get through a level. It's not just start to, you know, start at point A, shoot a bunch of people, get to the end line. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was always a different sort of dynamic you had to be taking into account through that, that journey from the start or end. Totally. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I just really liked the, I just feel like the, it felt so fluid, the motion of the game as a whole. And that impressed me from the start. And then, but, and then it's so interesting because it's such a contrast between like your on foot stuff um, because you can run really fast and all of the crazy jumping and, and sliding across stuff and all of that sort of stuff. And then it's a, it's a totally different dynamic when you finally get into a Titan and it's Mm -hmm. like very powerful, but pretty slow. And then like, it's all like trying to, you know, it becomes much more time based. I feel like in that you are having to like, most of the Titans have like a shield and you can maybe like, you can shield stuff or some of the shields like will hold on to the projectiles and then like throw them back at the enemy. So you, it's all about like timing that sort of stuff. And it becomes a much more slower pace, uh, slower paced game at that point as well when you do get to do that stuff and it feels totally different but it feels like cool and like like i actually you know you feel the weight of the titan because of how slow it moves and you have like this like little boost dodge thing but you can only use it every once in a while Mm -hmm. and when you like punch another titan and stuff like that um the sound is really like quite epic i I, that was one thing I, i thought was really impressive was the sounds in this game from the voice acting, which, you know, between Jack Cooper and BT, like the two, two main characters mm, I thought was really mm-hmm. excellent, but like the music when it hit, but the guns sounded phenomenal. I thought I played this game like entirely with a headset. I don't know if you, what you did, but um, like the, yeah. just like the heavy base of some of the guns, like just, just, it was like some of the most impressive game sound that I can recall in the past little while. Yeah, and it's interesting you point that out because I don't think I've really thought about it, but I found myself numerous times when I was in the Titan trying to somehow be quicker because you like mm-hmm. you 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 go when you're out of the Titan and you're in this mindset of just run, run, run and jump and like never slide stop and, moving. And, yeah, and then you get into a Titan and you just naturally want to be like, okay, is there? Am I missing the run button or something? <laughs> yeah, because or the jump because you can't jump really. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, I, that, that's a good call out and definitely something I noticed as well. 
did you feel like so we and we'll get into like some spoilers shortly but once we both uh once we had played it a bunch then we jumped into some multiplayer together how did Mm -hmm. you feel and we played like pretty standard mode so it was like like deathmatch mm-hmm. modes but in in those modes you um the better you do you build up like your titan meter and then you can spawn your titan um how did you feel about like having the titans in like a multiplayer setting as well it was cool yeah i think you know based on where we were at in terms of playing the campaign at the time i think i'd, I'd like to go back and play multiplayer with you mm-hmm. again just because i feel like i have more experience now sure. uh, when we first started playing multiplayer still pretty new um but no, it was it was a totally different dynamic, obviously, when you've got these Titans dropping into a first person shooter multiplayer game. Um so no, I thought it was awesome. I really liked the I don't know, it felt like you would expect it to like as soon as a Titan comes in, you're like, Oh well shit, like we're fucked now type thing. But mm-hmm. um they didn't feel I feel like for the most part they didn't it didn't feel like they lasted too long. Like they you No, know, they, they definitely have somehow modified the balance between titans and and on the ground fighters which makes sense to your point if if they didn't you know if they had the strength that they do in the campaign it just wouldn't work Mm -hmm. um because a foot person you know in the campaign is not going to take down a titan on his own no Um, and like you can like especially in the campaign you if you like walk too close to like a foot soldier you just step on them and they die like um, yeah exactly but it never felt like you were too far you know unless the other team had like five titans on the ground it never feels like you're too far um too far like gone in terms of being able to to bring it back no exactly like you definitely you earn that titan and you're more powerful once you get it but you never really felt like i'm invincible yeah so that was good they've like i said there's obviously a balance shift there but it was good i mean i thought obviously there's still a lot of people playing the game too yeah, Even it's had. At his age. I don't know why, but I remember reading very recently it's had a bit of a resurgence lately too. Um, and of course, you know, the, the the developer respawn afterwards went on to make uh, Apex Legends, which is also incredibly popular. Which literally, like, I rolled the credits on the campaign of this game, went mm. and downloaded Apex Legends, like waited the ten minutes or whatever for it to download, jumped into it. And then I was like, oh, there's no solos. And then I closed it and I've never played it. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, 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 it's tough. That's too like, funny. I, it looks very cool. I just like, I hate playing multiplayer against people I don't know. Like, especially yeah. like something, you know, there's the, the that dodgeball game, Knockout City, I've been playing quite a bit of. And that game, because there's not really like a social aspect to it, or, or I wouldn't expect people to really like mic up or anything like that. That's fine. Like, because you don't, you, you know, who I don't know who I'm playing with doesn't matter but like a bigger kind of more serious game like that excuse me i got the hiccups a bigger like more serious game like that i feel like you're you're at a huge disadvantage if you're not communicating constantly and i wouldn't want to communicate because i don't know you so uh, <laughs> you know so i would, might be the maybe I you should the, you should work on that maybe though uh, i should work on a lot of things well that could be one of them you know it <laughs> yeah, might translate yeah. into other things that's fair that's true yeah um yeah let's 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 just jump into it if you haven't played the game we're gonna be talking some spoilers now it's been out for five years though so like 
you know, the like statute yeah. limitations on that is over before yeah. we do. It sounds like it's a recommend from you for sure. I, I, oh, yeah. I think it's a must play. Like it's, yeah, no, it's really, I mean, yeah, definitely download the game right now and play it. Yeah. It's spectacular. I also love the, you know, I'm a sucker for short games. I love short games because it means like, I love to, I love variety and it means I can more quickly move on to another game and another experience or jump into multiplayer or whatever. Um, and I think that the campaign is like the perfect length. Um, the it only, is. Yeah. Yeah. It can, campaign's about the perfect length. Spoiler warning. Now the only, the only mission I felt like I felt a little long or the only point where I was like, oh, I could be done with this now is when you are, I think it's only like gotta be like the second or third mission. And you are kind of like going through that factory of like all these like prefab rooms and houses mm-hmm. and stuff. And there's cool elements in there. Like I like that you're having to, you know, it's very platformer centric and you're having to, 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 like jump across these things as they're like flipping over and as they're like being built. And that was really cool, but I just felt like it went on a bit too long um, versus like the pace of some of, of some of the other missions in the game. That that was definitely the first time where I was like, Oh, so this is a platformer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, because obviously there's a lot of timed um, maneuvers and mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, you die a lot cause you're falling. Um, yeah. I, I guess I, I never really th- thought that it was too long. I th- feel like I got through it in an okay time, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, no, the, what was your favorite mission? I mean, do you have to ask even the time travel? One? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah the, okay. uh, like, so it's called effect and cause, I believe is the name of that mission. And it's about halfway through the game, maybe a little bit beyond that. Yeah. Um, I'd say a little bit more than half. Yeah. But. And it is like, you know, at first I didn't understand like why they were really needed, because you so you are you basically get this like wrist device from some you know this this body and you were looking for the guy but the guy's dead and so now you just have this thing and you basically can which you take off his dead which you take yeah which you take off his dead body and uh you know you start in this level in the first place you're kind of flashing through time a bit and so you're getting a little bit more context into the story as to like what may have happened you know, I don't I don't know what the two time frames were, but it's like before shit went down and after shit went down. And so in the after time, like craps on fire and like like doors aren't aren't working because, you know, they're all blown up and stuff like that. And so at first you're kind of just flashing back and forth between time. But this wrist device that you get off this body gives you the power to control it. And so you ba- you hit a button you're, and you're flipping between the two time frames and it's it this was possibly one of the coolest missions in any game I've ever played in my life. Mm. I think. Like just like and and at first it's just like oh I'm fighting dudes but if I flip here then then they can't shoot me and so I can like mm-hmm. reposition or reload and then flip back and then take them by surprise but then there's moments where you like you know I'm wall running and I jump, but there's nothing to jump onto. So you have Change. to flip, you have to change the time that you're in. And then now there's another wall there. And that was like mind blowing. I yeah. was floored by that. Yeah. Well, and, and just, I think you glossed over it a little bit, but part like there's the, that dynamic where changing time is literally affecting the structure that you need to progress through mm-hmm. the platforms. Um, but it was also the mechanic for giving you more visibility to the story. So yes, uh, yes. you're, you're like, you know, there's, there's advantages like you to see the past time versus the current time, you know, but the different enemies are occurring of course, because of that. And what's kind of crazy is like the enemies in the past are like just as confused as you'd expect them to be <laughs> when you're you bouncing. Show up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause you're bouncing around and they can't really, you could just 
change the time, go to the other side of the room, change you back. And, and they're reacting to that, which was amazing. Um, but you're also getting that, that visibility to the story as you're progressing, because you're hearing some of the, uh, you know, what caused this facility to become, uh, in the state that it is, yeah. uh, when it's like on fire and blown up. So yeah, it was, it was, it was very, very cool. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, like you pointed out some of the ways they use the mechanics to mm-hmm. actually, um, but, but even just some of the enemies you had to get by, you really needed to use that as well. Totally. Yeah. Like there was a section, um, there's all these, like, I think it was the future time. So everything was like blown up, but there's all these, like, I, I don't know what they were called, but these weird, like animals that mm-hmm. had kind of overrun the place. And there was a lot of them. And it, there was like absolutely times in this kind of larger fight in that area where I had to flip back to the other time and still fight people there. But, the, but like it felt less dangerous than being more manageable. Time. Yeah. A hundred percent. Cause those things were super fast and like grouped together and they could jump quite far if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would have to like flip to the other timeline just to be able to like, like uh, read, like bring your health back just to recharge your health. Um, yeah. It was, I don't know. That was like, Again, like I leaving that mission, I was like, I don't think I've ever played a mission in a game that was that cool. Like, yeah, like it no, just felt it was, so it neat. Cool. And I, I would love to see like a game built around that. Like, well, that I, I had the same thought as like, like to, it, to there's, there's some, nine, yeah, yeah. there's nine missions in the game. Yeah, and that is one of them. Yeah, and there should be a whole game like right. that. Like to introduce such a cool mechanic. And you could expand on the, the mechanic in terms of the storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe you're not bouncing between just time one and time two. You could really, maybe, maybe, maybe someone has already made this and we're just unaware a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Cause it seems like it's too much of a no brainer now yeah. that you've kind of, you know, played that and same, same for me as yeah. it should be a full game. There should be a game where that is literally the, foundation of the game uh if not uh wow we just created a concept that someone <laughs> could could take but yeah no i 100 percent could be a full game and it's annoying that it is not in any other parts of the game yeah 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 to to craft such a cool mechanic and and have it work like so seamlessly to the point where again you can be mid-air and hit it and it helps you get to the like the next platform type thing and then to never use it again like it breaks at the end of the mission or something like that it like does, yeah oh. well and it, it's it's like it adds a third layer or second layer, I guess, to the timing of, of the platform mm-hmm. aspect because you're not just simply jumping from point A to point B. You also have to time the time shift yeah. to align with your jumps. So you yeah. jump, time shift, jump, time shift, jump. Because like like you, if you're too early, there might be a wall like directly yeah. in the way that you would hit and there's like fire underneath, like just exactly. crazy like that. Like you're dead if you if you don't press it at the right time. So so yeah, it's expanding on that that platform jump from point A to point B with that additional time. And again, this is a first person shooter. So mm-hmm. I mean I you from the outside anyways, again it's obviously a lot more depth in the mechanics than most first person shoot, person shooters, which is what's cool cool yeah. about it. Um so yeah, no that that mission was was awesome yeah i also loved um i don't know which other ones were memorable for you but i think it was one of the later missions and it was when you are you have to like bt basically throws you onto this ship that's Mm. flying and you have to like i knew you were gonna say that that was gonna be my next one yeah you go ahead you go ahead well i I was just gonna say that that my next favorite was when you're um as you said, you're thrown onto this ship and you're in air and the ship is moving and flying. And there's a whole barrage, like barrage of ships heading towards mm-hmm. a, 
the end point of the mission and you have to get from ship to ship and oh yeah it was awesome um <laughs> and then the end of like a lot of these levels including this one on the ship you often have to like fight another titan um, yes. which is like a different style of titan than yours but like there's a bunch of not memorable at all villains in the game that you have to like fight and kill um, yeah they were definitely there was no character development on no. it. they would just they would just show up and you know, you would have to. Yeah, or there would be them. some chatter, like because you steal like one of their like headpiece radio things, and so you can kind of listen to them throughout the game. And I and I thought the dialogue and stuff was interesting enough, but it's like you they don't have like you don't see them until you're about to fight them, and then you just kill them. And so aside from like Blisk, I think who's like the leader, um, who you know again, I'm not entirely certain on his name because it wasn't that. Memorable. It was it was it was Blisk. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, aside from him, like I don't can't like <laughs> to the point where I noted that when watching the credits at the end of the game, I couldn't put a face to the name of half of the characters type thing. So, um, but yeah, at the end of this, this, at the end of that ship mission, you're like back with BT and you're on top of the ship and you have to fight this one. That's like this Titan. That's like flying. Um, that was a hard so thought, one. That was a tough, that was a tougher one for sure. And I thought mm -hmm. that was one of the like cooler boss fights as well. Mm -hmm. Um, just because of that, he, it was like, you know, usually they don't fly. So it was a mechanic that you're not used to dealing with in terms of, you know, cause you fight non boss Titans as well, like constantly. Um, and yeah, it was like a mechanic that you didn't have to deal with at any point prior. So you had to like change up your strategy and like try to hide behind stuff and, and all that sort of stuff. So, but that, yeah, that mission was super cool. And you end up, um, the, the goal is, is on this ship is this like weapon called like the arc, um and you're trying to that's the mission where you're trying to get the arc right uh yeah i believe so yeah yeah and so and and the ship ends up like the ship's coming down and like just all sorts of things are going on that mission one of my um you know i feel like a lot of the weapons in the game feel very very different than each other which i thought was really cool as well the weapon variety is very good um one of my favorite weapons which i used almost exclusively on this level there's like this cool sniper rifle that shoots two bullets every time you pull the trigger um, which I don't know why that matters now that I think about it, but it just felt very <laughs> satisfying. And I think it was the going back to like how satisfying the audio in the game was and how epic a lot of the guns sounded. This gun sounded super cool. Just, just the gun mechanics were good. I found that like, I don't know if it has slightly stronger auto aim, but I, you could bounce between a bunch of enemies mm -hmm. quite quickly. Yeah. And it, um, I mean, it was still hard, but you, you could, I don't pull off some pretty, pretty cool takedowns of a group of people pretty fast. I, I, that's a good point. I do think that the auto aim or the uh, aim assist was a bit, is a bit stronger on the game. And I think that's probably because of how fast the motion is a lot of the time. Um, well, cause sometimes like you're, you're literally running and jumping and mm -hmm. then aiming and shooting yeah. all at the same sort it of feels, time. It feels awesome. Yeah, it it feels great, and you. But like, I don't think if you compare it to a game like Call of Duty, you could get any level of damage on the the enemy when you're doing that kind of speed. Yeah. You, yeah, you're not stopping to aim, and you know, so there's a little bit more auto aim for sure. Yeah, yeah it feels like it. You're you're kind of within the area, and it kind of snaps to them a bit more than yeah. what you would see in like a Call of Duty or something. Yeah, and I'm definitely. sure that's lessened as you play on like harder difficulties as well. But I just played on like the normal difficulty. One that's thing I true. thought was really cool: the game opens with like your character Jack Cooper is in kind of this like virtual reality training thing, and it does two really neat things. In that, at the start of the game, it's like, "Oh, look at the lights!" To like we're calibrating your session. Like, look at the lights, and it's like 
it's like first it's like hey look up and if you at that point the like inversion settings aren't set at all and so if you if they tell you to look up and you do that by pulling back on the stick like i did it just puts it in inverted at that point um i had no idea it was yeah yeah i thought that was as a player who plays inverted i thought that was super neat um and then probably because you manually have to change that every usually yeah every this time you're like wait a minute yeah yeah and it gives you like in case you did it by accident like at the like after you do this it's like are you sure like you don't want to change these so um but the fact that it like does that automatically and doesn't just assume you're not an inverted player is really cool um for the 10 of us that exist out there um and i also really liked it like you you do some like basic training with kind of your your mentor um and you then uh Lat- latimosa was his name you're like the he's he's like a old timey like he's been a pilot um forever Pi- pilots are the guy the only guys that can control the titans and they're like revered in terms of this like you know they're they're the cool guys that everyone looks up to it sounds like and you're your guy's like a rifleman but he's secretly been like training under this guy for um some amount of time and so he takes you through like basic firearms training and stuff in this. And then he has you run through like a course and it times you and you have, it's basically like you have to try to hit every enemy that's in here, but also like make, you know, it's a lot of wall jumping and some sliding under stuff and all that sort of stuff. And then it bases your, it recommends a difficulty be based on how your run was, um, which I thought was really neat as well. Very, very cool. And I ran through a few times um, to try to get the, the best time that I could. And I, you end, up, you end up getting achievement for it if you, I, I can't remember what time I ended up with, but um, I was pretty impressed with myself. There was a lot of achievements in this game. There were a lot of achievements. In, like they're handing yeah. them out. Like, if, if, you, if you guys want some GP, this is, <laughs> this is one of the games yeah. to play. Well, and I was playing this game during, they had, um, there's a micro, excuse me, micro, micro bot, I was going to say Microsoft rewards app, um, on the Xbox and they have these like punch card things that you can start. And sometimes it's like buy this game and you get like a bunch of points, but they, there's game pass specific, uh, like quests as well. But they had like an achievement quest where up to 10,000 points, which is the equivalent of about $10 us, uh, any points you're earning through this period of time get you the, the same amount of rewards points. And so it was great to be playing a game like this mm. at this point because, it, yeah, it was like every five minutes I'm getting an achievement. And yeah. now, now I got buttloads of points. So Awesome. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it, I, I, it seemed much more giving of achievements than what I've been used to in the last And I wonder, games. is it because it's like, I think that every game has like a limit as to how many achievement points like uh, it pulls from pool but obviously when you're only you have a campaign that's only like five or six hours and the rest of it's multiplayer i wonder if they like have to like be more uh generous with them well and and a lot of them were just progression based yeah as opposed to a lot of games err on the side of uh, you know something specific not not just progression but you know actually Mm -hmm. like yeah something specific that you have to accomplish that might be seen as slightly elevated you know beyond the standard playthrough yeah yeah, exactly. What did you think of BT? BT was awesome. And I was just, that was going to be the next question I was going to ask you is like, obviously at one point he, he dies. Mm-hmm. Um, he comes back like 20 minutes later, but, um, but then he dies again. Yeah. <laughs> he, he dies twice. <laughs> um, well, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was, he was awesome. Um, I thought that the, again, you, you touched on it, but the voice acting of, of him uh, was very good and, yeah, no, it was cool. It was, it, it was really well done. He and he was like, just he's got this like he's a robot. So you know, but he had so he's got just a very monotone, deadpan voice. 
but it has so much like humor and like character within that, like even yeah. within this like limited. Well, he was like, he was probably the best character in the game. And oh, hundred percent character yeah. without yeah. question. Yeah, and I think again, aside from Jack, the character you play as, and him, like there's not too much going on that you need to really like remember no. or anything like that. But just the banter between the two of them, and like the the like non, like there's so many like jokes that like are jokes because of like BT's like logical thinking. Cause he's a robot and like, doesn't have emotions or, but he clearly does have emotions. I don't well, know. He doesn't, like, he doesn't, he doesn't know sarcasm. Or yeah. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. And it was, I was like laughing out loud at points with, with some of the, the, the dialogue between the two of them. Um, so they did a really good job. They did a really good job of making you feel for him too, because when you, you know, he, he dies that first time I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Um, it was, it was definitely sad. Um, but then you but get then he this comes back. Then he comes back, yeah. But then he like dies you know, again. What's that? Then he dies again. Yeah, yeah. Then he dies again. But if you stay through the credits of the game, and uh, after the credits, his Jack's like helmet is on the um, the table or a desk or something like that, and then it starts like flashing the lights on it, and mm-hmm. it's like um, Morse code that it's flashing, and the Morse code works out to say Jack, and I think that's supposed to signify that somehow, somewhere. BT is still alive. Um, well, I missed that. Did you translate the Morse code yourself? or how did you Well, I saw that? the scene and then I was like, what the heck is that? And then I Googled it. So uh, mm. <laughs> I wish I could translate the Morse code myself. That seems like it would be a very useless but neat skill to have. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> and, but then we could get like Morse code machines and like send secret messages. Because that's There's probably Morse code apps that you could. It yeah. seems like a lot of work to. Yeah. Our iMessages are encrypted, so. End to end, yeah. Yeah, we don't need to worry about secret <laughs> messaging. Yeah. And Morse code isn't even that secret because you can just look it up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I could probably do SOS. But It'll only be it. valuable if you move across the street and we want to communicate with our porch lights. Oh, that would be kind of neat. Yeah. yeah. But, and then, but we could even do that just with our phones. Like That's because true. Because we've got the Hue lights. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Um, I thought the finale was pretty epic as well. Um, it was good. The last mission, uh, when you, there's just like, it's basically just a huge Titan battle with tons and tons of Titans. It was, I died, I died a few times in that, that mission as well. I think, I don't know. I don't think I died at all. No. The whole game? No, I've died a million times. Okay. Um, that mission, I don't think I died. Okay. Yeah. I remember it. I, I, one thing I was going to bring up with you, one thing I found was, so you get these loadouts for your Titan as you play the game. I stuck with the first one the whole game. Oh, really? I usually... I, I kept trying new ones, yeah. and I'm just like, I don't like this as much. And I would always go like back to the first one. what aspects would you not like? Or what so did they, you like so much about the initial? It was the balance between kind of an automatic gun and single-shot large weapons. Yeah. So I think a lot of the loadouts you get, although they're more powerful, they're so much slower. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, you would end up like you know, you get one shot every couple of seconds as opposed to a balance of shield fast weapon, and then a big shot that you could do less frequently, Yeah, but you still had that available. And it was to me just felt like a better spread. And maybe I didn't give enough time to any of the other loadouts. They just all felt slower to me. And I, again, as we touched on the Titans themselves were already slow Yeah, and I, it was hard for me to translate or go back even farther in terms of speed um, so I just kept defaulting back to the one we, you start with, mm-hmm. um, which I, I you know, I, I kind of kept questioning, like, 
am I missing something <laughs> big here? Like, I, I, that's what I was going to ask you is if you switched to one that you ended up liking more and sort of stuck with it or not, or kind of bounced around or got more familiar with the variations between them. Cause I really didn't. Um, I just, kept going back to the first one yeah that's a good question i feel like for the most part as soon as i would pick up a new loadout i would switch to that loadout and usually use it like until i found another one Mm. um you know there was one that has like a shotgun that i felt like worked pretty well i I remember thinking to myself that's probably what the developer wants me to do yeah is you know because you get to these key moments and there'd be a new loadout for the titan for bt yep and I'm like, they probably want me to just use this, but I just, yeah. and I sometimes would try it and sometimes I wouldn't. And I just, I don't know, could never click with any of them. Well, in the, um, like you don't necessarily have to find them all too. Like some of them are like, They're hidden. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them are like hidden. Um, there's also, uh, the one that I really liked was it was called Ronin. And so it had a sword. I just thought a fucking robot with a mm. sword was pretty amazing. Um, and it was a bit faster. It was weaker, but it moved a bit faster. Um, so I quite liked that. Um, I feel like, was there a flamethrower one or something too, or something? There was one that there shot was, like yeah. weird, like flame things. That one I hated and I switched away from after like four or five minutes. Um, yeah, so I, I did kind of jump around a bit and I, and I, cause you can switch them on the fly in battle too. And so there was yes. definitely times where I was like, I, you know, would switch back to the first one and then switch to the Ronin and, and switch to the shotgun one. I liked that. I, you know, and it doesn't make any sense that you could like, like logistics wise, how could you just flip between these on the fly? Like it's no problem. But I really liked that. That was in there because I definitely like, you know, some of the bigger fights and there's like, you know, 60, 70% through the, through the game too. There's like a pretty big, like, like pretty big mission where it feels like it's like a battlefield. And I think they did it like you start like way back and you're kind of working your way up and there's so many Titans and dudes. And then you have to like, like kind of push through, it gets narrower. Um, that I thought was a really cool mission just cause it felt like it had a really epic scale, but mm-hmm. to be able to like, Oh, there's like four or five dudes around me now. I think that that, you know, and I'm pretty close range. Like I think the shotgun would be more useful here. So to be able to just switch it and not have to worry about it, like felt, you know, it felt like the combat was way, had way more variety because of that, but it doesn't make any sense that it could happen, but, but no. And I think probably just getting comfortable with all those loadouts and what their perks were or are, would be one of those things that just comes with time playing through totally, again. Yeah. Um, cause they, if I recall, they're the same loadouts you can use on multiplayer, right? Yeah. I was just going to say, and it, it's probably really to like get you to help you figure out what you like so that when you get into multiplayer, you can utilize that. And in multiplayer, you kind of build your own loadout. And so it's stuff you have to like unlock. Like you don't just start with the ability to use everything, but it's like, maybe I like this shield and this gun and mm-hmm. this, like, you know, you have like a sec, excuse me, a secondary weapon and stuff as well. Um, and then the, excuse me. <laughs> and then the core. So you like build up this meter as you're killing guys. And then there's like a super powerful move that you can use. And in some cases it's like, you know, maybe your like mini gun just has unlimited ammo and won't overheat. And so you can just shoot a ton of guys. And then one of the guys has like a, a laser beam that he fires. that's super strong. And another one of the guys has a hover pack. And so you can kind of hover around a little bit, you know, just when you're playing, but when you have this core, when you use the core, you like float up and send a ton of rockets down. And so, um, they're, they all play bare. They, they play quite differently, um, for sure. And so to be able to, you know, play a bit of each of them and, and to build your own based on the pieces you like in multiplayer, I think that that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I was really sad when BT died, though, for sure. Like, Were you? I knew you would be. I was like, when he died, I was like, like, I bet Derek's crying. Yeah, I bet Derek's really emotional over this. <laughs> this seems like the kind of thing he'd be really touched by. Yeah, I did. I I, I cried a little <laughs> bit, not like a lot. Like I think you, it was you like actually a, had a tear. Yeah, yeah. I didn't okay, expect. I, I, I didn't know he was going to come back. I'm pretty sure earlier in this episode, I said it wasn't worth crying over. No, but I know. And I was like, are you, you fucking dead you probably inside? probably shed a tear right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I wouldn't know if it was a tear or just sweat at this point. So, uh, <laughs> Your whole body's moist. It could be a mixture <laughs> yeah, of tears. Yeah, my whole sweat. body is crying about this. <laughs> um, yeah, I no. don't know. You didn't think it was uh, like emotional enough to be worth crying for? No. No? I mean, and I'm not like stone cold hard here i mean yeah. i i'm probably one of those guys that gets teary in more movies than most yeah um so no i mean, I mean i'm it, definitely like in my relationship like i'm the crier in terms of movies and stuff for sure like oh yeah same yeah, yeah no yeah i am yeah, too i'm so, like are you even watching the same movie as me like how yeah. can you like what are you doing what is going through your head right now how can you so not yeah it wasn't yeah it wasn't enough character development to quite get me there i guess yeah I, I just mean, feel it was, like it, it was, was good. And I definitely thought, again, I was like, Derek's going to be, <laughs> he's going to be quite moved yeah. by this section of the game. Just, um, just the way he like sacrifices himself, but like, and the fact I, that he if wouldn't I knew give you up. were crying, I yeah. probably would have cried for you when Aww. it happened. You Aww. know, it would have, it would have added to the emotional <laughs> and like how, you know, and then even uh, I'm mixing up deaths here. Cause it's been a little while for me, but uh, when he's like, he's like, I won't lose another pilot. And then he like at the very, very end, actually when he like, you are expecting to die. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Like that they're wrapping it up in this way. And then he's like, I'm not going to lose another pilot. And he like, throws you again which is kind of a like the fastball thing is kind of neat because in an earlier mission he like throws this like thing and then you use like a zip line and he's like next time just throw me and then he throws you several more times throughout the game and it's just mm-hmm. like trust me it's gonna work out like um <clears throat> to, you know for him to throw you out and then especially after like you know the first time he dies he gives you this like kit that has this really cool pistol that just like auto aims um so- <laughs> I have to say, just yeah. when, um, he gives you this gun that's just like insane, right? Uh, why didn't you just use that gun the why whole time? Yeah. yeah, I had that. Yeah. I was like, um, so this was a possibility the entire time, BT? <laughs> yeah. Like you had this gun and kit in your freaking face this whole time? Yeah. Because the gun seems basically insta-kill. Yeah. Um, so and it's I like don't... such a wide, like the, oh, the yeah. reticle thing, if you can even call it that, is like most of the screen. And so it's like if yeah. an enemy is within here or up or like seven enemies at once. Well, and, it, and just to, to, to provide, you know, a background of why this gun is this way that gun, that part of the game is much fa- faster paced and more running mm-hmm. and more jumping and you're kind of just killing guys to add to the amount of things going on it you know so i get why it's there but you know it, from a story aspect it was like hmm this gun has been in your <laughs> face the entire game yeah, which and- i didn't really think about until right now um which is pretty funny but yeah he part of that kid also is like his core so it's like his brain basically um which then gets put into another titan so the fact that he gets to come back and like i don't know it was just they had a really good relationship and then he's like so did you shed a tear just when he died the first time or both times um i think it was just the first time 
that mm-hmm. it happened. Um, it was a more dramatic scene for sure. For sure. For sure. And, and I didn't know, and not knowing that he was going to come back, you know, if I knew that it was going to, that he was just going to come back again, that probably wouldn't happen. But, um, right. but so yeah, we just and ruined then, it for everyone listening because you all know he's going to come I back. I mean, now. I gave like 19 spoiler warnings. So, yes, you know, um, and then at the, it did the, the end though, when he does like, throw you to make sure that you're safe and then this planet basically explodes and then you're running and jumping on all of these like mm. somehow perfectly lined up pieces of this planet um mm-hmm. i thought that felt like so climactic though that was so yeah, yeah. cool no and they definitely do a good job of building the mechanics up to the through the game to build on the just the i don't know the sheer scale of the game mm-hmm. and everything happening at once and i don't know it was, it was that was very climactic mm-hmm. at the end and I like the um, the executions as well. I, I didn't get to do that many of them because I was forgot I, I about them. I didn't really them. get to do any of them. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, like, I, I think it was. I don't know if it was only boss fights or throughout the rest of the game too. But at certain points, like if a Titan's about to explode, you can basically like melee him, um, and it would do like a cool animation, and they would mm. like rip the pilot out and then like rip him in half or like something cool like that. Um, but yeah, I only got to do a few of them. But every time I was like, oh, I need to remember to do that. Um, but then yeah no i wish i had there's probably that. an achievement for getting them all too probably i didn't get that one um did you have any like weapons that stuck out for you i know i mentioned the double double sniper rifle was really cool um no i kind of it's funny because i just you know in terms of the titan stuck with that one in terms of when i was on foot i tended to just sort of stick with whatever i was picking up okay um so kind of an opposite didn't didn't really have a favorite. Again, yeah. just lots of ammo kind of situation. Whatever had the most ammo. Sure. There was oh, one... that was one thing that we haven't really talked about is yeah. you do have to manage your ammo in this game a little yeah, bit. Because there was a true. couple of times I ran into situations where I did not have any and I kind of got stuck because you can't kill anyone. Mm-hmm. And it was um, like, oh, I'll probably pick up more ammo. So I won't pick up this other gun. I'll just keep using exactly. this one. Exactly. Like you definitely you have out. to think about the fact that you need to keep your ammo stocked up. Yeah. Which was yeah. cool. Um, there was this cool, there was this gun called the L star, which was like a submachine gun that you, you don't have to reload or anything like that. There's just a risk of it overheating if you like hold the button for too long. But it, again, I feel like the sound in this game is just amazing. And this gun sounded super cool and epic. And it, 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 the, the like shots from this gun, they're a little bit slow. Um, which was sometimes just dis- dis- a disadvantage because if a guy moved out of the way, you might not hit him, but you could kind of like see each shot, like going towards the guy. And it kind of like, I think it gets faster as you, the fire rate goes up, I think, um, as you hold the button, unless that was a different gun, but you, you like, if, if you hit them like a few times, the people would just explode and it would made a really cool people exploding sound i guess mm. <laughs> um but i thought that was that was like a gun that if it was available i was pretty much using it frequently because it i'm pretty sure like when you picked one up it came with a pretty good amount of ammo like it was like 150 or something um yeah. and it didn't feel like it took many shots to kill a guy um and just the explosion of the of the dude was very satisfying which is i don't know i don't i don't remember using that one. Oh, really no. If we play multiplayer again, you should like yeah. put it in a loadout because I feel like it it was like a standout weapon for me. That well, I was, think we should we should yeah. oh, I'd love play. To, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it felt like the, you know, we didn't like 
I think we played for like a few hours together and I probably played for a few hours of multiplayer on top of that. And it just feels like there's so many things to like unlock and like, Mm -hmm. you know, cosmetic things you can change. Like you can change the way that your pilot looks and change a lot of aspects about the Titan itself. Uh, You know, and it even so you mentioned this earlier, it's been so long since it's come out, like five years I never had to wait to get into a no. match or anything like that. Yeah, um, there's lots of people playing. And, you know, just like most most shooters, it's like pops up with like the current events and what's happening. Like it still seems like there's um, someone's running that stuff. And so there's like all there's so much stuff to unlock and stuff like that, which um, I don't know, is a super fun way to like make your character your own and, and that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, I would definitely play it some more. Cool. Um, is there anything else? Anything else that stuck no, out for I mean, you on we, this one? I think. No, I think we did a good job covering it all, actually. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I I don't know. I'm just disappointed that I took that long to, to play. To play? Yeah. yeah. And especially, like, again, like, I put a couple of hours into the original, and it just, it didn't have a comp- campaign at all. Um, you know, it kind of, like, delivered some, like, super light story just through the multiplayer. Um, but, you know, I didn't, can't, couldn't, couldn't tell you anything about it. But, you know, I knew that the, I knew that it played good that it played like felt really good to play based on playing the first one. And then I, maybe I just didn't know there was a campaign and you know, I was like, you know, I'm not into it cause it's only multiplayer. Like it mm-hmm. feels crazy, but the campaign I freaking loved. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was great. Top, yeah, top, top one of my favorite games. <laughs> one of your favorite games. I would say it's up there. Yeah. That is what else would be up there. Uh, I mean, I think most of the others are up there because they, you know, nostalgia and okay. played them when I was a kid, like metal gear solid yeah. or, Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. Um, One day you might finish The Last of Us, and then it could be up there as well. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's up there as it's definitely a high, super highly recommended game. So can't stress that enough. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I I think it's a must play. And again, not a huge commitment. Like even if you never yeah. jump into the multiplayer, the campaign is absolutely worth seeing through. Yeah. It's the kind of game you could start on a Saturday morning and just play on your day off. Yeah. Hundred percent. I I I really liked at the end too. Um. Not maybe not directly at the end, but at some point, uh, the Blisk guy shows up and he like drops like a card on your mm. on the front of your titan um mm-hmm. and that's like a, the logo on that card is the apex legends logo and oh. i meant to look it up but didn't i was like is this something that they added later or was that logo did that logo already exist mm. in this game or is it like something does, does apex legends is it in the same universe as titanfall at this point i still don't know um we should probably try you know i think there's yes. a duos mode in apex as well so um yeah, we people freaking try. love that um well in in autumn Play, you know when we played warzone autumn would play with us and and carry us most of the time so we probably need yeah. her too <laughs> um, but yeah we should absolutely play apex if it plays anything like this i i'd be stoked for it so yeah definitely cool well if that's everything about this one i'm gonna go ahead and draw the next games perfect All right. So since the show came back, we've been drawing two games and having the the guest pick uh, which one of those games we'd play. Um, just adds, I feel like adds a little bit more variety, but also means like if it's something that you know is going to be terrible, you could like, and you hate <laughs> me, you could like make us play something real shitty. Or if it's something that you really like and like want to hear us talk about it, you know, it just adds adds a little bit more. I think. Uh, so you have the choice between Perfect Dark uh, or Recore Definitive Edition. Okay, I don't think I know what either of those games are. <laughs> you don't know what Perfect Dark is? 
it sounds it's the one that it's the only one that really sounds familiar to me but okay. i don't know what it is recore, so I, will... I, recore I think was like i think that's a first party title that didn't really it, it just oh, kind of okay yeah perfect dark is an older game right uh perfect dark was an n64 game okay yeah okay yeah well and they, they the, just that... announced a new one last year but they didn't talk about it at the e3 this year so it's an n64 game on that's obviously been carried yeah, through. Yeah, because it's so it was a rare game which Microsoft of course owns now and uh, so yes. at some point um it maybe maybe even before Microsoft owned them but maybe not um but at some point it was ported over I think to the Xbox 360. Okay. Well, it'll be interesting for you to try that one. That's the one. Perfect dark. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I mean I would be I like I never had I didn't have an N64. I had only played N64 at friends houses. So um and I know it's like a revered title. So uh yeah, I'll be interested to see to see yeah. how that goes. Cool. We'll see how it ages. <laughs> it's been I think it was like a ninety eight game too, so it probably aged pretty poorly. I would but think so. Like yeah. most things. Definitely. Yeah. Which is almost like you you know, you mentioned some of your favorite games being um favorites because of nostalgia. I almost like you know, there's times where it's like, should I play Metal Gear Solid again? Well me me and my daughter just played it again for like four hours like a couple weeks ago. How did it feel? Uh, the first hour, <laughs> you're definitely pretty distracted by the quality of graphics. Yeah. But once we got into it, it was fine. Okay. I mean, it definitely makes you realize that we had a distorted idea of what looked good. <laughs> oh, I remember it looking like yeah. pretty good. If you but... think about an old game that you played as a kid in your head, it looked a lot worse than what yeah. you're remembering, guaranteed. Um, so, so yeah, it, it's pretty distracting when you first boot it up. And, <laughs> and you know, there's even it's it's hard to know because we have different tv technology and stuff happening and oh yeah yeah the games are playing at different resolutions than yeah. before so it's it's hard to know how much of it is but from what i because i looked it up from what i understand it if anything looks better than it did then um it's just that the old tvs hid the imperfections a little bit more because <laughs> they're so blurry yeah so but um yeah no it was fine i mean the game was still great yeah i think i think what was surprising about the game too is that there's so much less depth in the mechanics than what you remember. Like oh, games, sure. games now are just, you know, and, and even this game, we played Titanfall two as a perfect example. There's just so much more depth than how yeah. you can move your person yeah. and your character. Metal Gear Solid actually, like you can face one of like 45 degree angles when you're on, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, you can't even rotate yeah. a, a full circle. Um, so, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Which in some ways, I, funny. in some ways I appreciate, the simplicity of a lot of those things. Like there's certain games that, that happen today and, and the amount of stuff that they expect you to like manage. Yes. Like I just, and it's not that it's not that it's not cool that, that they've put that much depth into like the games and the mechanics and the systems and the way they work. But I feel like, you know, it feels half of it feels like you're managing stuff sometimes. And I, for sure that like turns me right off for sure. Um, but like playing metal gear, like you realize like there was a lot, it was a lot more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like you, you had a lot less choice in what you did really totally. yeah. Um, than what you were, would be used to in a new game. Yeah. Um, so, but no, it was great. It was great. I'd love and a remake. My, my, my daughter loved it and uh, that was cool. Yeah. So, it w- uh, it will you guys go back to it and finish it? You think? Uh, possibly that PlayStation mini is still plugged in. So we'll see. <laughs> it's ready to go. It's ready to go. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining for another episode. I'm sure we'll see you again or hear you again. Yeah. Uh, yeah thank you so much for having me again. Yeah. These are always a blast. Um, and it forces you to play games. So you know, it does give me an excuse to play games. <laughs> yes, you're welcome.
Yeah, thank you. Uh, cool, yeah. Uh, and that is it for another episode of the Xbox Game Passengers podcast. We will be back in just one month. Uh, it's going to be myself and a guest talking about Perfect Dark. Uh, if you like the sound of my voice, I'm also on the Geekscape Games podcast every two weeks. Uh, you'll find that right here on the Geekscape.network as well. Uh, yeah, Geekscape.net. You can find us and all of our shows and all of that sort of stuff as well. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you do like what you heard, just you know, share us with a friend, anything like that, anything you can do to get the word out there. We really appreciate. Uh, yeah. And we'll be back before long. Thanks again, John. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.